we are living a culture of execution at paperless. So we don't try to overthink too much, but rather execute fast and move fast because execution eats strategy for breakfast is what I like to say. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jacob Ingles of Paperless.io. Jacob, super excited to have you on the show. Super excited to be on the show. Thanks for the invites. Hello, everyone. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on and uh, wanted to read a little bit more about, more about Jacob so that you can learn about some of the awesome things that he's doing before we jump into the conversation. And Jacob is the CEO of German social media automation company called Posting Held and the co-founder and chief revenue officer at Paperless.io, a German-based document automation platform helping teams get business done faster and smarter. Before devoting his work full-time to Paperless, Jacob has successfully started the social media consultancy Posting Held which he is still running as a CEO. And prior to that, he was account executive for sales enablement and marketing technology company, Software Showpad, where he consulted with brands including Audi, Coca-Cola, Heineken, Intel, and PwC. Jacob has written for Business Insider, Salesmate, and High Rise, and he's also the co-host of the podcast series, Startups 101, hosted by German startups founder, Alexander when not or even when working on paperless go-to market strategy, Jacob enjoys spending time on the golf course or traveling the world. He holds his bachelor's degree in international management from the renowned HDBW. Jacob, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm super stoked. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Oh, it started early for me. Um, so when I was a youngster, around 10 or 11 years old, um, I was growing up in a in a city uh, full of more senior people, I'd say. And uh, these senior people, friends of my grandfather, of my grandmother, of my dad and my mom, they got their little Apple products, their iPhones and iPads and computers. And they were asking me for help. To help them uh, actually with taking pictures and sending emails and texting their grandchildren on, on WhatsApp or, or Facebook, for example. And that was actually my first uh, take on business because I expanded my network and helped a couple of senior people uh, handle their iPhones and their iPads at home, um, making making my first money there. And that, I guess, I can't, I, I can't uh, say that for sure. But led me to found a company later on as well, because I realized it's it's so nice to not work for someone, but everything you work for, you do for yourself. And then I decided to study law. Actually, it was a big mistake. Not my topic at all. <laughs> Way too dry. Um, and a friend approached me. He told me, Jacob, I'd like to found something. And as you like to hold presentations back in the school, I graduated with them. He was like you could be the person to run our sales department. Um, come on as a co-founder and build a go-to-market strategy. So that was the first company. And from that on, 
Man, it's been a ride. Uh, that was seven years ago now. Uh, founded three companies in that time. Also worked for Showpads in the meantime, because I understood that selling and sales in general is basically the main or the key skill you need to have when when building and, and running a company. And right now, as you as you introduced me, I am co-founder and CRO at Paperless.io, document automation platform. And as a little side hustle, so to say, I'm running the digital agency and consulting see uh, posting head, which is posting hero, um, basically in English. So we enable our clients to become more visible online. Nice. I absolutely love that, especially how you got that. Um, I'm going to call it a bug, that entrepreneurial bug that a lot of those that are listening can relate to. And once you kind of get that little taste, you want to lean more into it. You're like, hey, this is pretty cool. I can actually make money from something I'm interested in or I love and I'm just curious about. And you can kind of lean more and more and more into that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I always felt like just being a number in a system and making others people pockets full and uh, working for them, not for yourself is not where I want to end. Uh, so that entrepreneurial buck, uh, yeah, really got me early. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so many times I, I, you hear this quote a lot where people say, you don't have to be the expert and know everything. You just have to be a few steps ahead of the people that you're helping now. So when you were talking about as a kid, being able to kind of help out the older people that were around you with the, the Apple products and be able to help them out. So many times we forget that you might be an expert in somebody else's eyes and you can have a business, you can make an impact just by being able to kind of help people get to where they want to be ultimately. Oh, for sure. I mean, in the end, if you if you deliver value in the eyes of your customers, they are always going to come back and and also pay for your services. So that's um, basically also the the first takeaway for the people listening here is that you need to create value in order to successfully run a business and not make it about making a fortune or just making your your pockets full, but actually having a product or a service that creates value in the eyes of the user. Yeah, absolutely. And I heard in a networking group that uh, everybody's listening to the same station, uh, WIIFM, which stands for what's in it for me. And when you understand that person's value, how you're able to make that impact, you're able to truly provide value in their way, then you really have something that you can kind of hit the ground. Um, running with. So um, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear about the value that you're providing at paperless.io. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing, how you all are serving the clients you work with? Sure. So just mainly from the product side itself, without the, the business running in the background, so to say, it is the approach that we take. So most people are familiar with, with DocuSign or Adobe Sign, HelloSign, sign, all of these name and then sign companies. Uh, where you've got your PDF and the whole process is stuck taped together. So if you're in Word, you're in Google Docs, you duplicate the sheet, you personalize it, you export it, you upload it to the signature tool and then send it out. And we think this is just too many steps where you're losing too much time. So on the platform Paperless, you can actually cover the full document lifecycle from creating smart and flexible documents with, with input fields and not rely on that 30-year-old PDF that was once there to be a manual for, for printers. And then also personalize that in, in seconds, send it out, get it legally binding, signed, and then archive it on the same platform as well. So it's the approach that we take and that combined with a great user experience because I, I feel like 
a lot of solutions are still lacking on that part. Plus, great data privacy. You can most probably hear it from my accent. I'm I'm not from the US. I'm from from Europe, from Germany, and data privacy is a big, big, big thing here with GDPR, and so we focus on that as well. Differentiates us. And then I said that earlier from the business side itself, in everything that we do, we just want to create value. It's not about selling the product or like we don't have a special sales approach and special sales techniques. When I coach people and also internally, I'm always like, hey, try to find out where the value is for the client and then double down on that value for them. So that's the business side and also what differentiates us from how we approach the market. Nice. I, I love that. And I like to, you know, call it that, that secret sauce, the thing that kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. And I wanted to drill down a little bit more on something that you said, uh, you, you use the phrase, I think, full document life cycle. So when you were kind of building and thinking about building that company and thinking about how you provide value was, it sounds like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, of course, was that one of the things that was top of mind when you were kind of creating everything, not just saying, Hey, here's a document or Hey, here, how's you signed this understanding the, the whole journey that someone might take with the document. Oh yeah, for sure. So Again, here, you need to understand your clients. And that was also the first thing that we did. So we built an MVP to basically solve an internal problem that we have had. So we actually had the pain of losing so much time and so much business because we were working with those dumb PDFs. Um, and so we built a, an MVP for us. And then with that MVP, we went out into the market with a pilot phase Again, here also not selling the product, but really just inviting people to use it for free and then questioning them like crazy, asking them so many questions, calling them every day, sending them emails every day with a set of, of drill down questions to understand what they want to solve and, and how they want to solve it to then finish the product and build the rest and build features based on that request. So yeah, understanding the full document lifecycle to help um, like in the best way possible. Absolutely. Appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, or even something more about paperless.io. What's something that makes you more effective and efficient? For By now, I realized that I'm rather four, more, four hours productive than being nine or more hours busy. So if there's no tasks anymore. Don't try to create tasks and just do it for the sake of working. Um, rather do the things that you do with high quality and not high quantity. So that is one thing. And then also what comes if you if you are a founder is that you find yourself not sleeping that much in, in certain times. And I realized that if I'm having a, a, good, a good amount of sleep, um, eight hours, maybe even more, uh, I am also way more productive and way more sharp and, and clear on my mind. So those are the, the two things. Um, but also, we are living a culture of execution at Paperless. Um, so we don't try to overthink too much, but rather execute fast and move fast because execution eats strategy for breakfast, is what I like to say. Um, and I talk to so many founders and so many CEOs that ask me questions around their product and if it should be green or red or blue or yellow. And in the end, you know, you, you never know. Try and error and then execute on, on what works and double down on that. But don't, 
put too much thought into stuff. If you don't talk to customers and if you don't execute on, on sales or marketing strategies, no one's going to buy your product and your company is just going to fail. So rather try, jump into the market, execute, move fast, talk to most clients and um, don't don't overthink what what in the back there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be around sales. It could be around marketing, all those different aspects that you have. So it could be that or something that you might tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. So for us and for me personally, what I found works very good and it's sales specific is asking questions. Um, when, when I'm talking to a BDR or an SDR trying to sell stuff to me or even an AE, what I notice is that they have their presentations and they run through the presentations 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, and forget about me as a prospect. Again, here, the, the big value question, how can they bring value to me? And you will never understand if you don't ask the right questions. So take the time and I mean, if the client is not willing to answer questions, most probably it's not a client that you want in your in your customer base, right? It's all about having open and honest communication with them and trying to make their lives easier. I said it in the beginning, but try to bring as much value as possible into the process as a founder and don't think about the money. Try not to close the deal as fast as possible and get the the deal size bigger, but rather try to create impact and give the client the most value possible and the money is going to follow. And also, you, if you deliver good quality, you are going to expand accounts. Don't forget about that. The, the initial land doesn't need to be huge. Rather, try to have good customer service and then expand later on. The most powerful question is basically what, what Simon Sinek said, right? The, the why Absolutely appreciate that. And so I now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Jacob, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO means solving other people's problems um, in the best way possible. Not just externally, but also you are the, the spokes for person for everyone internally. So don't try to be away from the business or try to be cool or cold, but try to be as empathetic as possible and really listen to the people talking to you so you can solve their challenge. And again, here, ask, ask questions. Don't just follow what people say, but drill down on their challenges and problems um, and get a good overview of, of what happens in the business. Awesome. 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 Well, Jacob, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, subscribe to your podcast, find out about all the ventures that you have and all the awesome things that you're doing. What I do um, as a little, as a little side project, I um, help co-founders or founders that are not in later stage companies that really just have an idea on their mind um, to, to start a business from really like creating the, the ideal customer to creating pitch decks and so on and so on. To anyone listening to this podcast, I really want to tell you that you need to execute, keep on, keep on growing your business.
Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn. LinkedIn for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spend hours on LinkedIn every day. <laughs> Nice. Well, to make it even easier, we're going to have the, the information in the show notes as well to your LinkedIn information and all of that. Of course, appreciate your time today. Thank you. It was a lot of fun being here. Thanks for the invite. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our IMCEO Facebook group. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.